welcome to the second episode of The Expat Wife. My name is Tina and I will be the host of this show. The last episode ended with the beginning of our biggest adventure. As I said, we left for China for a three years assignment and at this point we are on our move for 12 years. We have lived in four different countries, five different cities and have moved houses seven times. Moving became our second nature and as a little spoiler alert, my personal comfort zone is when it's time to prepare a move. By now, I have learned how to find the best fitting house, what is important when looking for new schools, that we are the happiest in every place four weeks before we leave, and that having one close friend in each time zone can be a real lifesaver. That sometimes even living in the most beautiful places can be challenging, because the grass is always greener on the other side, but that's okay. And finally, we'll always be thankful that we had the opportunity to live the life we are living, even though sometimes I feel like it was the biggest mistake. But again, the greener grass, you know. But now let's go back to our arrival in China. Even though it is now a long time ago, this flight and our first night is still so present that it sometimes feels as if it was yesterday. So we arrived in Shanghai Airport and were greeted by a driver who picked us up. We arrived in the late afternoon and it was two hours drive to Suzhou. So by the time we arrived, it was dark and funny enough, but when recounting on our arrival, all I remember were the lights. I have no idea why I hadn't recognized them when we had been there in September, but the lights were so impressive to me, combined with the feeling of being home. We were really glad that we had chosen the house on our first trip and were able to move straight in. I had bought some essentials already when we were there in September and so the kids got go straight to bed. For this move, this was the right decision to do it that way. In later moves, we stayed in service departments first, which was, when looking back to it now, more comfortable. If I remember right, we arrived on a Friday and our daughter's first day of school, or kindergarten, depending on what you want to call it, was on the Monday. To me, this felt like the right amount to get over the jet lag and then bring her back into her routine. We had signed up our son for the local kindergarten, but this wouldn't start another four weeks. The first few weeks were really exciting. I remember we loved everything. Now I know this is called the honeymoon phase. Whenever you move, this can last for one day or a year. And it's usually followed by a deep depression before everything levels off and your life is pretty much the same. You live the life at home. But I will talk about this later in a different episode. Due to the Chinese language book, Chinese is easy, I really was able to say my first sentence after a few days and was able to shop locally. I just said, I want this, with a big smile and everything was fine. I had a German neighbor and she connected me with some other ladies, but I have to admit, I didn't feel comfortable there. Due to some family issues, my neighbor had to leave the country for good, and so I kept to myself until I found my grounds. As I was worried I would be bored, I had made a decision while still living in Germany to do my high school degree, which I had never needed in Germany as the kindergarten teaching trainer training was based on the middle school degree, similar like the UK leaving school after your GCSEs. And so, after my son started his kindergarten, I was happily sitting at home and studying for my degree. Regularly, I went out to the local markets and did the weekly shopping. 
12 years ago, it was a big adventure when trying to get Western products like milk or toast. There was only one or two shops selling these products. Actually, after a few days in Suzhou, I came back from one of these shopping trips and had found soft pretzels, bread rolls, cold cuts and cheese and come home proud as if I had conquered the North Pole. But so we stuck mostly to local products. I learned how to cook rice properly and that there are huge differences in shape and size. Long story short, I remember we had a good time. We spent our first Christmas away from family and friends, but therefore we were invited to our son's Christmas party at the local kindergarten, and it was real fun. Christmas songs were played everywhere, and it was nice. It felt strange that husband had to work, but Christmas Day and Boxing Day were on a weekend, so we didn't realize it too much. In February... My son and daughter started together in the same school. My son only half day, so he came usually home around one and my daughter around four o'clock. And maybe this was about the time where I felt for the first time that I was not too happy with my choice of doing my high school degree and I felt a little isolated. We had chosen a house which, which had not many foreigners and my Chinese was still very limited. I was able to buy food and could talk about the weather, but nowhere near starting a friendship with someone, with someone local. I found one neighbor. She was, she had kids in our kids age and we were meeting as families on weekends, but she was working as a teacher at one of the international schools. So no one I could spend time doing the day with. Husband was busy at work and also out for business dinners quite a lot. It became a little tricky for me from being busy with kids, friends and work back home to have literally nothing to do and no friends. In Asia, it is super common to have a cleaning lady who comes in every day and does everything for you. And she was a great help by teaching me Chinese, the culture and ordering simple things like fresh water. I felt I wouldn't have managed without her. Now, seven moves later, I'm happy without a helper. But even though it sounds silly, it takes courage and some experience. So I was sitting at home and felt bored. This was a long time before Netflix and YouTube was blocked in China. Also, I think this wasn't what I would have wanted to do. I started to join some Chinese classes to learn more, and it was fun, especially There, I met the first person I felt somewhat connected to. I also became friends with the Chinese tutor and she showed me loads around. In June, we even went for a few days to Beijing together, something which was one of the most eye-opening trips ever. A trip that made me understand that you have to ask why with an open mind before judging. Or even better, don't ever judge. But I will talk about this later. Anyways... Back to my boredom. So both children and husband settled in well into their new lives. But thankfully, during this time, there was a parent-teacher conference. So I had to go to school to talk about my children's progress and how they settled in. I met some other parents and had the opportunity to meet some parents of my son's friends, who all worked at the school. While talking to my daughter's teacher, I mentioned that I was a kindergarten teacher myself, and so she asked if I would like to come into school and read with children with needed support. Well, it came to a great surprise, as I thought this was only for English native parents, so she told me that I would be fine, and also that the German program would surely need me. And so I started coming in twice a week to read with children from different age levels. 
I enjoyed this and it gave me something to do. I enjoyed. By this time I had stopped my degree. I think I simply lost interest and wasn't sure why I wanted to have a high school degree anyway. And so I filled my time with learning Chinese, exploring China with my husband and the kids during the weekends, going food shopping and reading with students. Everything was settling in until the end of year assembly where my son got bored and I had to bring him outside of the theater. You know, sometimes little things make sense later. So while trying to sneak out of the theater with a loud talking boy, I stumbled over the assistant principal of the school and she looked at me with a surprise and said, Hold on, aren't you a teacher? And German? The only thing I was able to say was, well, yes, but only kindergarten. She smiled and said, I call you later. Well, this was the day where I started loving my son's boredom and learned to say yes first and think later. And so she called, actually a few hours later. I explained roughly that I'm a trained kindergarten teacher but focused on foster care with recent experience in supporting families in need. I had worked in school and with schools, had taught small groups, but never was responsible for a whole class. Nevertheless, she asked me to come in to meet the head of the German program. I actually had never met her before, so I was very nervous, as you can imagine. During the interview, she explained to me that the current teacher would leave and they are looking for a replacement. My class would be a grade two homeroom with the dream size of 10 children. My, due, my new boss had this wonderful, we can do this attitude. She told me that there would be some challenges, but the parents were a great group and I shouldn't worry too much. So I left the interview with a pile of books, heaps of resources and a feeling of no idea what will come next, but at least I will work with people who are open and mega nice. It gave me loads of self-esteem that the Chinese government gave me a visa, so that I that meant I was actually qualified for this job. Otherwise, China would have said no to my work permit. A few hurdles had to be taken. We had planned a long trip around China with some friends coming over from Germany and they would be with us at my first day of work. But as husband was with them, I was able to go and start my job. And I have to say, this year taught me so much. My class was amazing and so were the parents. I know I made mistakes, but for some reason everyone was understanding. I learned much about different expat, expat life stories and that expat wives are the rock and hero of this whole journey. I learned that families go through a full cycle of arriving, honeymoons, depressions and leveling. And my job was to put this into consideration when teaching their children. I had to learn that when there was an email coming in at midnight, to take it serious, but also to understand that sometimes it was simply my job to take the frustration. By the way, I wrote a midnight email myself once, just realized, seeing loads later, that the poor teacher got my frustration about a situation that wasn't his fault. I worked as a homeroom teacher for two years until my boss left and didn't want to work without her, simply as she was perfect and working with her in a team was inspiring, even though we had not always agreed on everything. I learned loads. Well, in an hour private life. In between, we had to move houses as the nice house we moved into was starting to fall apart after a few months living in it. We had only signed a one-year contract, so at least we had no issues to get out of the contract. 
It was not easy to come to realization that we had to move again, especially as we felt we would take away our kids home again. But funny enough, the kids were super happy in the new place. It was only five minutes away from the old place and many kids were living there and they could play outside all day long. The move itself was a little of an adventure as the landlord of the old house wanted to have money so she would allow us to move our belongings. But thanks to husband, who was great in education skills, we only had to pay 20 euros instead of 250 for a damage on a carpet, which was okay with us. But back to work. After the two years, I kept on working in the school as a cover teacher, something which was a great training, as I had the opportunity to work with different nationalities and year levels. Well, if you were listening closely, you probably have realized that by now the three years were over, but we were still in China. The background sto story here was complicated and simple at the same time. We simply loved where we were and we loved what we did. And after two and a half years, I was at the end of my second year at school. It was time to talk about our future. My husband heard about a few jobs in other countries. We could have gone back to Germany and we could have stayed in China. With the knowledge that my boss would leave, I was open to everything. In the end, my husband didn't want to leave as he felt his job wasn't finished yet. And so he signed for another two years. As mentioned, I started covering. And it feels that this is a great point for a break. As after this one year, I got another job offer, which was another turning point in my career, which I talk about in the next episode. Also, I will talk about what I meant by saying that we are the happiest four weeks before we move. Thank you for listening. Take good care. My name is Tina and I'm the host of this show. And of course, if you have further questions, feel free to follow me on the.expatwife on Instagram, where you also can send me messages and questions. And if you want to share your story with me, please feel free and get in touch so you can be the guest of this show. Take good care. Music